That was the one and only first fish fan, Amy Skelton, talking before the show at her farm, which is the site of today's soundcheck show, August 3rd, 1991, at the Larrabee Farm, more commonly known as the Amy's Farm Show, which took place in Auburn, Maine. And welcome, everybody, to episode 50 of the Daily Soundcheck. I am your host, Mike Lawn Memo Minio. Welcome back, everybody, and what a treat do we have for you for episode 50. Before we get started, I'd first want to make sure that you are checking out our website, which can be found at thedailysoundcheck.com. We have pictures, links to everything we talk about. You can find our iTunes, Stitcher links all there. That's really the hub of the Daily Soundcheck. You can, of course, always follow me on Twitter, at Lawn Memo, that's where we have show updates and a bunch of other crap that I tweet throughout the day, but that's my favorite medium to communicate with. Uh, the Daily Soundcheck is a proud partner of the Osiris Podcast Network, which you can find at OsirisPod.com. I actually recorded an episode with the guys over at Fear of a Craft Beer Planet today, talking some fish and beer, so look for that. I will post that on Twitter when that comes out. Great guys over there. So episode 50, and what an episode for you today. And this is something special. I had the normal episode 50 ready to roll, and, you know, it's episode 50. This is a big deal. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, three days ago, a guy by the name of Matt Lawrence posted the Amy's Farm soundcheck, which had never been released or heard ever before. There's three videos that he posted. They're all VHS that he uploaded, and now we have a brand new soundcheck. And here at the Daily Soundcheck, we're playing them all. So we're going back to cover this, and I couldn't be happier that this is episode 50. So I'll give you just a quick little background, and then I have my first ever interview lined up for the Daily Soundcheck, and we're going to play that in just a little bit. Now, Amy's Farm is... An, an important event in fish history. It was really the show that laid the groundwork for future fish festivals. And it was due to the eighth anniversary of fish and they felt the need to put on a kind of a thank you concert. So Amy Skelton had a 255 acre horse farm and one of her horses was called Maggie. And that horse is actually the, the horse that's featured on the cover of hoist as a little aside. And this was a free show that took place August 3rd. The fish put flyers around on people's cars. You'll hear 
uh, Todd, our, our interviewee, talk about that. And they also mailed out these invitations. So when I f- first saw this sound check, a really good friend of mine, Todd Ahrens, he runs an incredible blog, backinmyday.net. You should really check it out. He's a great writer, great stories on there that takes you way back into early fish. And, you know, I've known Todd for a couple of years now, and he had told me the story of Amy's Farm a couple different times. So I thought I'd get him on the line. and He could tell us a little bit about the Amy's Farm show. So our interview, again, will be with Todd Ahrens, and he's going to tell you about what it was like at Amy's Farm back, you know, so many years ago in 1991. So welcome, everybody. And we have actually the very first guest ever here on the Daily Soundcheck with our recent soundcheck appearing from Amy's Farm. I'd like to welcome my good friend Todd Ahrens in, who runs an amazing blog, backinmyday.net, and you can also find him on Twitter, although he doesn't do much with that, uh, and that's at backinmyday. Uh, so, Todd, um, you were at Amy's Farm, and you were at a lot of sound checks before this, but um, this was a great time to bring you in. I've heard you tell the story of Amy's Farm many times, so for our listeners... Why don't you just kind of give us a little walkthrough of what the little festival was like and any memories you might have? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, always happy to talk about Amy's Farm for sure. Um, It was a great time. We um, got there the night before, um, pretty uneventful night camping. We pulled in at dark and um, but woke up in the next morning uh, show day and it was... uh, full of tents all around still a pretty small scene but for that time there was a lot of people Uh, how many many people you think if you could take a guess at it i would guess somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred yeah sure okay which for, for that time was really big i think um you know most of the shows we did most of the horn tour and it was all um, fairly, it was, well, they, they were getting bigger all the time. Um, and this was a big show. I think the Arrowhead Ranch shows, uh, earlier in July were, were the biggest shows of the summer, but, um, this was a big show and maybe it was 2000. It's hard to say it was a long time ago, but, um, you know, compared to these days, it was, it was small. So, um, yeah, woke up, uh, it was a beautiful, uh, main summer day. Uh, was already getting kind of hot in the morning. We um, were getting ready for the show. Amy pulled up on her horse or rode up on her horse, and she was collecting a dollar from everybody to uh, help reseed the field. So that was the that was your ticket charge, did your you, cover, if you will. Did you give a dollar? So I gave a dollar along with it gladly. Mm-hmm. I was happy to do so. Um, were you, did that. Were you friends with Amy uh, at the time? Um, no, I didn't know her at that time. I've become friendly with her um, later on. Okay. Uh, she's a great person, but uh, I didn't know her at that point. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we didn't get to hear the sound check, uh, even though we were probably the tent area was, I would say, only two, maybe 100 or 200 yards from the concert area. So it was odd that we didn't see, hear the sound check, but um, walked over to the show probably – I'd guess about noon. It was a fairly early show, you know, daytime show only, and um, waited for that to start. And we knew we were in for something, uh, something special when Trey rode up to the stage uh, in a Harley or on a Harley. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. The only time I've ever seen seen that happen. So uh, did he have a helmet uh, yeah, on? Just, 
he did not have a helmet on at that okay. point. Um, but yeah, so the rest of the band members, uh, I believe they were on stage and he just, uh, rode up to the side on a Harley, got up. And then there's that famous, uh, announcement from Amy, uh, to, with the intro to Wilson. Right. We're going to play uh, that. We, That's very good. Yes. And we were off and yeah, I would just like to say, yeah, I'm super pumped for all these videos to surface. I'm pumped for the sound check to surface. Yeah. It's crazy. After um, all this after time, all this I know. Times. And, Nuts. and yeah. And then seeing the Wilson, uh, yeah, it just really brings me back. Um, how many, so yeah, how I mean, many shows had you seen up until then? You think, um, 91 was, is, is my most senior. Okay. So I think I saw, I did a huge chunk of spring and just about all the horn tour except for Atlanta. So this would probably have been maybe my 50th show okay, and or something. I saw, I saw three shows in 90, I think, or four shows in 90. Those are my first shows. And then uh, saw a bunch in, in 91. Uh, I would imagine that you knew a pretty good amount of the people that were there. Would that be correct? Or well, I did know I, I met a lot of people on the horn tour, and I was there with all my college friends. So um, okay, you know, where would you go to college? I went to Ithaca College, so there's okay. a big Ithaca contingent there at um, Amy's Farm, and we were all had our campsite together. So we had a big, pretty good big group of people there um, from college, and then and then of course uh, people that I I had met over the summer. Um, you know, earlier in the year, people weren't really going show to show to show, but once the horn tour started, there were a, kind of a core group of people that, that did all those shows. So, um, yep, they were all there. And I think everybody, pretty much everybody came out of the Arrowhead Ranch shows and, and didn't have any idea about Amy's farm. And we all found the flyer on our windshield wipers announcing the showers <laughs> invitation. And then also they sent them out on the mailing list a little bit after that, but, um, you know, we all came out of uh, Arrowhead Ranch show and found found the invite on our cars, and uh, and that was that. So everything that I have read about from different stories from different people was how laid back the vibe was at Amy's Farm, um, and just that everything was pretty much fair game and out in the open, and it felt like a family atmosphere. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's probably one of the most laid back shows uh, I've ever been to. I don't think there was any security. Certainly, obviously, wasn't weren't any police, but I don't even remember seeing anybody that worked there. I mean, there was the guy that like worked the water truck and there was one food stand. So there was the people that were were doing the one food stand. But, um, you, you know, you just walked through the woods from your camping field into the next field and it was just you know super relaxed there was no tickets like i said there was just the one dollar donation earlier in the morning um and it was just the whole the whole day was just super relaxed hot sunny main day and there was just no no trouble at all i think it was byob i mean i think we all did byob mm -hmm. um, but you know there was no vending there didn't seem to be any official staff of of note that i can re can remember um, the only thing was like a, you know, a first aid tent or maybe like, you know, somebody with, you know, one of those type of places. But, um, other than that, yeah, it was just super kind of unofficial and, um, yeah, just really, really great show. Do you remember how the sound was being in an open field or? I do remember. I mean, it sounded great. I mean, the, the show's not really one of those shows you go back and listen to too much. Uh, I don't think the existing soundboard, though, even does it too much justice. Uh, it did. It did sound great. It sounded great up close. It sounded great 
um, in the back. It was, it was like I said, like we were saying about the relaxed vibe. You could walk right to the front of the stage um, without issue, or you could go back a hundred feet and then it was just fields, you know, you know, you could just run in the field. So, um, and it's, it sounded great. Uh, I, you know, I don't remember any sound issues at all. So in the sound check, um, they, they play two due to life songs. Uh, they play crimes of the mind and bitching again, which would be in the due to life encore. Uh, do you happen to remember that? I know this is a long time ago. Do you remember the encore with him? And if you do, can you tell me what the reaction was like? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I can tell you what my uh, my personal reaction was. They um, had mentioned the due to life in one of the uh, earlier mailing lists, I guess the Schweiss or the newsletter, whatever they were calling it then. Um, but um, so we... You know, they had mentioned mentioned it, but I had never seen him. And maybe he had come out before, but uh, I certainly wasn't expecting it during the encore. So it was mostly of surprise. Okay. And I didn't I didn't know the songs. Sure. So I remember enjoying them. Uh, mostly just, you know, we were had been kind of thinking the dude of life would come out, you know, months previously. We were like, oh, will he come out here or there? And and then it, I, I, I know for me personally, it took me by surprise. Um, there wasn't, you know, chatter through the crowd that he was coming out or anything. So, um, yeah, but I, I remember it clearly. I remember exactly, uh, where I was standing and watching it. I'd moved up pretty close at that point and, uh, it was getting a little dark then <laughs> getting darker. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So if you haven't got to check out the sound check, um, there's a lot of, a lot of him in that. So it's kind of cool to see. And he looks much different back then. It's very funny to see. So. Um, do you have any musical highlights from the actual show or anything that you sticks out to you as far as musically or anything that happened during the show? Yeah, I probably should have reviewed the show or listened to the show quickly before I came on here. So, spur of the um, moment thing here. We're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, uh, divided sky is awesome. Um, I love, uh, I love that Wilson with the intro. Uh, I remember, knowing the second that they were going in you near know, the split second before they were going to the Harry hood that they were doing Harry hood. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was like, Harry hood, Harry hood. And then they went right into it. So, uh, that was definitely a highlight for me, but, um, it all kind of melds together into just, you know, one awesome, one awesome day. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just was, it's just was such a beautiful venue and, and, you know, relaxed crowd and, and good feeling. And they were really just trying to, you know, as they said in the invitation, give back to the to the fans for eight years of support. And um, what a way to do it. Huh? And they did that. Yeah. And it was killer. And, you know, after the, the awesome summer tour, um, it was cool to just have one more one more kicker in New England. Sure. sure. People were people were stoked. Yeah. Great. Um, anything else that you want to touch on, Todd, or? Um, no, I think that's about it. We just, uh, went back, uh, after the show It was very mellow vibe in the campground that night. Uh, we woke up to, um, torrential downpour, which I'm glad that, uh, it held off for a day and, and we had a beautiful day for the show. Um, but the funny thing was, uh, it was torrential downpour and we were leaving and I pulled out onto the main turnpike and, um, who was in front of me, but Trey and Sue on the Harley. <laughs> And uh, 
riding in the, in the, it was, you know, sheeting rain. And I was like, I better pull around him. If I, you know, knock into Trey, people are going to hate me forever. <laughs> so um, that was kind of funny. That was my, my final nice. memory of That's the a good one. one. Yeah. We just got out of there with all our sopping wet gear. Great. Made a, made a quick exit, but yeah. Thank you for having me, Mike. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, again, Todd runs an awesome, awesome blog. There's some great stories. It's at backinmyday.net. Check them out. He's a great writer, very funny, and great stories. So sorely, sorely in need yeah, of an he, update, but I might might get back to it at some point. Yeah, I try to kick him in the ass a little bit every now and then. Yeah. But got a good thing about Todd. You ever meet Todd at a show? Todd, how many shows have you seen? Um, coming up on four hundred. I'm at three seventy something. And I can tell you what, there is no jade in in Todd. I see him at shows. He's the most stoked guy in the building. You know, I, and I love being around him. He's a real good guy. So, you know, happy to introduce you to him if we're ever around. Um, he's a real good dude in the community. So thanks for everything you do for us, Todd. Appreciate it. Cool, man. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks, man. Right on. Thanks. So I'd like to apologize for a little bit of audio on my end. Of course, I'm the podcast guy and I was too close to the microphone and it got a little muffled in parts there. But I want to again thank Todd Aarons for coming on the show. He's an incredible resource and just a great dude to talk to and hang around with. Now, of course, after this, I did happen to pull up his entry on his website back in my day.net, and he has the actual flyer and invitation for the Amy's Farm Show. I'm going to read that to you real quick, and you'll be able to find the link to that on my website. So, again, this is the Amy's Farm Invitation. Driving along in the love van a short time ago, it suddenly dawned on us that we were only a few months away from our 8th anniversary as a band. We started to think about all of the friends we'd met over the years, and we realized it would be great to throw a party to thank everyone for all the good times. So we went and talked to the one person we knew that could help, Amy Skelton. Amy is our first fan. We began a regular weekly bar gig in Burlington in 1984, and Amy would show up every week and dance with Brian Long, our other first fan. A number of weeks went by where we played to a two-person audience. When Amy moved to New Hampshire a couple years later, she helped set up gigs for us at Nick's, the Stone Church, and the University of New Hampshire, introducing us to many friends from the New Hampshire area who had stuck around through the years. Amy now runs a 255-acre horse farm in Maine, and together we want to throw a party to thank you all for eight years of memories. This will be a free concert on Saturday, August 3rd, which will run from early afternoon to early evening. Amy's house is in Auburn, Maine, and there will be free camping and parking. The only expense will be a minimal charge, a buck or two, for reseeding the fields that people will park on. There will be food and drinks available, as well as information booths, swimming, plenty of beautiful camping space, and we hope to see you all there. Trey, Mike, Paige, and Fish. Pretty awesome. So again, Todd, you're a great resource. Appreciate all that. So now let's get to the real exciting part. Brand new sound check, only three days old. Now the sound check again was uploaded by Matt Lawrence, and I want to give you a lot of love, Matt. Appreciate it. Very, very cool of you to do this. Now the sound check is three songs. And it is Poor Heart, which starts out, and it's pretty straightforward, nice run through of Poor Heart. But you will notice a little bit, probably about two minutes in, Trey says to Mike Gordon, he says cocktease instead of cactus, which is a pretty funny thing. And just look for that. You'll get a good laugh out of that. Then they actually debut two Dude of Life songs. So Steve Pollock, the Dude of Life, 
comes up on stage, and these are two songs that he was working on for his album Crimes of the Mind, which would come out three years later in 1994. So the first one is Crimes of the Mind, and of course that has been part of the Fish repertoire for a long time now, just played in Vegas a couple years ago. And Crimes of the Mind clocks in at 6 minutes and 48 seconds. Now you'll hear kind of some rough parts from the dude of life in the vocals, and Trey kind of coaches him and tells him he needs to kind of pick a range where he's going. And if you watch the video that Matt posted, I'll have links for that. It's kind of hilarious. And after that, we do Bitchin' Again. Uh, and that clocks in at 7 minutes and 10 seconds. And that's another Dude of Life song that would uh, debut on the Crimes of the Mind album. And it's uh, pretty hilarious and straightforward. Bitchin' Again. And later in the show, they would play all these songs as the encore. We talked about that with Todd a little bit. And actually, Paige's girlfriend at the time would sit in for Bitchin' Again. So uh, his girlfriend, Sophie, at the time. So those are the three tracks, and I can't wait uh, to play them for you here. So this is Poor Heart, this is Crimes of the Mind, and Bitchin' Again from Amy's Farm, August 3rd, 1991. One, two, three, oh. You won't steal my poor heart again. You won't steal my poor heart again. You'll steal my tape recorder, I'll call the Lord and I'll put you in the pen. You'll steal a thing, yeah.
Check Steve here because I want to hear his voice now. Yeah. 
Bartholomew. <laughs> pretty cool right in the middle of the daily sound check project a brand new fish sound check emerges and from an incredibly famous show amy's farm in 1991 and it happens to come right on our 50th episode some things just line up perfectly so i want to thank everybody who's tuned in for the 50 episodes so far a lot of you have listened to them all you've given me incredible feedback and you're an amazing audience so we'll probably have another 50 going forward. And once we finish, as new sound checks emerge, I'll keep doing new podcasts. So thanks, everybody. And this was episode 50 of the Daily Soundcheck with your host, Mike Lawn Memo Minio. Enjoy your fish and peace be the journey from the podcast at the lamppost. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.